talked about it earlier and I talked about it in the last yeah, last hour. See how time flies by. This will be a longer mini-series. <laughs> when I'm talking about something I really love and I really feel connected to, I could go on. Even if I'm hungry, that means something as well. I could go on for hours and hours. Also in conversation with people. Sometimes, you know, when I have a deep conversation with someone and oof, I would love to have that with Park if that were possible. Kendrick Lamar, another rapper, did it on a on an album. I think it was at the end of Pimper Butterfly. At the end of the album, there's the outro. There's the talk with Tupac, like an artificial talk. Like he used snippets from interviews and parts of his speeches to connect it with himself. He was asking questions and Park was answering and so on and, and it fades out at the end. This is something I would love to do. Yet there's so many people out there. There's The whole world is full. 8 billion people. There's enough people to share, to pour yourself out and for others to do the same and to share and to live those moments together. Yeah, with those people who are real. I'm referring to Park now because... There's a lot of Parks, not himself, probably not. I don't know. That's another case. There's a lot of people out there who are self-confident, self-aware, want to share, want to experience life with respect, existing with respect, with conscious, full awareness. And in community, so find them, find you. And one of these people in Parks' life a person who shaped his life in an absolutely remarkable way was his mother, Afini Shakur. In my opinion, and what I read and seen and so on, what I think, after all the information I gathered, she wasn't just a mom. She was really, really a strong force as well, <laughs> a strong pillar. You could say, like a strong pillar in his life. And there's so much to dive into that. Absolutely. Fini Shakur, his mother, played a big role in the Black Panther movement and showed her commitment, really her commitment to equal rights. She showed and fought for it and stepped up. So talking about equal rights... And for fairness, for her people. And by her people, yeah, referring to black people, African Americans in the United States. She fought for it. And there was so much more and so many details and through so many struggles she went through that influenced her son, Tupac. Also the reason why she named him Tupac Amaru Shakur. Tupac Amaru was an Inca chief an Inca revolutionary back in what is now Peru, no, South America, rebelling against the conquistadores, the Spanish invaders, maybe also Portuguese. There's a lot to dig into <laughs> in history. The origin of his name, Tubac Amaru, yeah, it comes from an Inca chief and a revolutionary. So it makes sense for a revolutionary person like Afini Shakur, his mother, to give her son, because she wants to raise, and she did, 
raised him through all the struggles and there's so much to go into by diving in or dipping into the deep ocean of history and stories and realities here and there a little bit deeper yeah she raised him as a revolutionary as a thinker and that's definable what is a revolutionary but as a thinker as a thinker to think consciously open real with the world around you take everything in learn from it it shapes you but be who you really want to be stick and stand up for yourself and for your friends and for people and for your rights for rights to be human right her strong spirit and her history standing up for change yeah sure became a big part of tupac's own character i mean he rapped about big issue like inequality going against all odds poverty racism police brutality there's so many topics also yes a lot of violent topics a lot of topics about love and respect for women and i will talk about it in a bit when i give some examples of his songs just to give you slight examples he was really a diverse character and Fini, his mother. Her strength, her beliefs, her unconditional love through all difficult parts as well. All those things guided him. I think her influence really shows how much a mom can affect the journey of her child in one way or the other. And that's the thing another topic yes i mean we could go on for that what is right what is wrong how would you raise a child she raised him or she thought it was right for everything and he turned out how he thought it was right what person tupac shakur and there's a lot of people like him out there pouring my thoughts into these lines really saying what i'm saying it's like chatting with a friend who's been through heavy and hard stuff and good stuff and funny stuff and and positive stuff and through stuff through everything it feels like chatting with a friend absolutely tupac's influence on me isn't just some just some thing it's like really it was and still is in some form a guiding force yet i do it consciously now and that's the thing he stayed with me others didn't because other influences in the past when i was not living consciously when i was not living fully aware and i'm not fully aware right now i'm trying to be as fully aware as possible fully conscious and self-assured and living in the moment, realizing each and every moment for what it is. I'm trying to. Yet, in the past, it wasn't the case. So in the past, I did a lot of things from my ego, from the way I was raised, from culture, society, subconsciously, from my beliefs, what not my real beliefs were, but the beliefs someone else put in from externally. 
all the things externally. Some parts, sure, internally and from myself, but not that many. This is the difference. Talking about it back then, I didn't. And now, consciously, still saying he is still one of my influences is, in a way, really nice for me, or for the part, <laughs> but is really nice for the connection because it stayed through the unconscious and younger times and totally different life. I was younger when I was like 16, 17, 18, 20, and so on until now. Until now, he stayed with me. Others didn't because others, I decided when I got more self-aware, self-conscious, or I changed in whatever form, no, I don't like that anymore. I don't want to listen to it anymore. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm still accepting it, respecting it, and acknowledging it in a kind of way that it exists. But I don't want to have contact or a connection to it. I try not to. And there's a lot of things like that. This is something I want to definitely go into really deep in future, future. Maybe also miniseries. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for now, that's the thing. Being who you are, but shaped by external factors, but deciding, deciding consciously then, there's an external factor coming in, I let it come in, I let it in, and I'm not giving it back. Maybe in my own interpretation, but I'm keeping it. You hear something, you get an external factor, and consciously and self-aware and fully aware in the moment, you say like, yes, I agree with that. Or you say, I don't agree with that. Or I don't want to do it. Or I do want to do it. And Tupac's mother was for him, in my opinion, truly one of the influences he also accepted. And he and she together had this presence, this force around them. Me now talking about all this Tupac's influence how it shaped my decisions, my actions, and my outlook on life. Yes. It's something really, really complex, as you can see. And when I take a moment to really contemplate your life's journey now, it is as if I'm yeah, gazing in some kind of when I look at it now, and there's a mirror here in my room, <laughs> when I look at it now, I see myself. And through me, through my thoughts and ideas, I think it's the full circle, the full tapestry of human experiences. Everything. And since this is really an introspective journey for myself, yeah, I find myself really drawn immense inspiration and profound learnings from the life of Tupac Amaru Shakur. Yeah, his narrative, his story, and everything, his struggles and his also his ascent to fame and his encounters with adversity all of this really, truly, 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 yeah, it resonates absolutely deeply within me. 
and this is really complex topic as well, talking about myself and my own experiences, my own reality, and what I experience, and why does all of this resonate so strongly and deeply with me? Because in some situations, it felt so strong, the bond, not because our paths are identical, they weren't and they aren't, but because the threats, the little threats of the human experience, and this is what I was talking about, those tiny or bigger threats, they create a common thread, one or two bigger ones together that bind us all. All of this, the bigger threat binds us all, in my opinion. This is it. Why do we feel, that's what I was talking in the beginning, why do we connect or feel empathy with a person on television or in a book? When you're reading or watching a movie or a TV series, somebody who you've never seen, like a stranger. When watching movies, listening to music, feel the music. Yeah, you feel it. The whole body, which is so sometimes, it depends, different. But why do we do it anyway? Exactly. Because the threats, our own individual threats, are connected to a bigger one, or a couple of bigger ones. Because one wouldn't probably hold the whole world, right? <laughs> Maybe there's one to the space. I don't know. But yeah, using the metaphor, all of us, different individual threats or parts of a puzzle. But only together, it creates this beautiful, beautiful picture. It creates a big puzzle. A nice interconnecting puzzle that binds us all. And Tupac's life journey, in my opinion, his form of wisdom, I cannot stop but to unravel, to really explore, to dig in. Or any kind of person, myself included, you around the corner, each and every one who wants to share life, experiences, feelings, emotions, all of it. Respectfully, acknowledging, openly, positively, and with open arms. Helping and sharing is caring. Because, yeah, I say it all the time. Life cannot be only positive and happy and good and optimistic. And we're all having enough think that's not possible so that's why it's so utterly important in my opinion that we help out each other that we care for each other that we share with each other and be there for each other the stronger ones for the weaker ones and also the weaker ones strength wise maybe have other strength have other skills and they can help the other person right that's the thing, learning and teaching, giving and taking, keeping the balance, keeping the balance. And I try my best to find it. And there's a lot of things, tons of things I want to and I need to work on if I want to become more consciously, if I want to become more open and more real and more self-aware and more caring and sharing with the world. There's a lot of things for me to work on. Absolutely. Absolutely, definitely. And this is life. 
This is life with everything. All the emotions, choices, experiences, they're all together like the thread, like the pieces of a puzzle. Authenticity, purity, and he did it. And sometimes it seemed too honest, too open, too real for this world. And by this world, I mean, I don't mean the nature. I don't mean the animals. I don't mean a lot of humans. I mean some humans. Yeah, sometimes society. Who creates and who defines society? Culture. Sometimes it seems to me that he was too real. Why did he die when he was 25? Was it his fault? Whose fault was it? Was it anybody's fault? Was it the fault of the universe, of life? Was it the case that he lived as fully and aware as he could be until the very end? I will talk about it later when I talk about the songs in a bit, giving examples. When he was talking about all of the stuff throughout his life, living his life to the fullest as I see it until the very end. Was that more possible? Sure. I mean, he was also an actor. Not only a poet, he was an actor, acting in movies. And a pretty good one, I think. So many different things. And I think all of us, you, me, we all have different skills and different ways of doing stuff in our lives. But are we living them out? Like, really living? Like, truly Somebody might say, hey, I want to play a guitar. But people around the person say, ah, you're not good at it. You cannot do it. You shouldn't do it. External factors coming in. But what do you do? A lot of people, me included, a long, for a long time in my life, I listened to too much maybe. The balance was out of order to external factors. Sometimes I think it was good in retrospect. Now, in hindsight, talking about it, it was good that I listen to the people to certain at certain moments and sometimes not. A lot of times I think now that is and was not what I wanted to do. I wasn't fully aware and I wasn't fully living and fully conscious. Barely nothing at all existed. And barely nothing I did do consciously back then. So talking about it now, it's different. Sure, it is. And that's what I'm referring to when I'm talking about, you know, Tubak as an example. All people out there who are living authentic and pure and through all of it, embracing the vulnerability inside of you, being open and honest, just as he was. And sometimes, you know, there's other examples during history right now when they speak out, when they talk about their thoughts if you agree with it or not but they get killed or incarcerated so this is also life unfortunately some might say and me as being a really positive and optimistic person loving person open to cultures religions people from all over the world whoever you are whoever you are sometimes i sit here and think why does the other side exist? Why? Why does the bad side, how I call it, exist? Why does it? Why can we not all be positive and happy? And that's what I'm realizing now as well, more and more. A long time, 
also being self-aware, self-confident and conscious and so on and so on. I thought, why? We should all be happy and positive, optimistic and have enough. But I realized for myself, and I think it's good, that it is not possible. To a certain extent, I think we should strive to help what I said earlier, to help out each other, to strive for consciousness and the positivity around humanity, yet the differences in the individualism, that's what I'm referring to. I'm not talking about war that still should exist. We should definitely not kill each other. At least we should try to. That's what I think. Yet differences can be good, right? Because differences make us all change, help us to change. Help Tupac through his life change. And without differences, he wouldn't be the person and he wouldn't made and wrote those lyrics and poems and he wouldn't be the person and life would turn out totally different for all of us, right? If there was no adversity, if there were no negative sides, if there were no oppressors or opponents, how would your life be? How would all of our life, how would life in general be? Yet also referring to the differences in skills. Somebody's good at cooking. Somebody's good at making music. So, hey, the one person cooks while the other person plays the guitar, plays music, and the other one enjoys the music and maybe helps also cooking. <laughs> and the other one enjoys, yeah, the food. So that's the thing. Exchanging. This is just one example. One simple, really simple one, I think. Mm, yeah, so many million more. So in that aspect, yes, this is a detailed, I think, episode, longer or more, probably more <laughs> episodes. Because I'm not talking only about Tupac because I want to talk about Tupac as a person. Sure, that's one part. Or him being influenced. Also about me, my influences, my feelings about it, the connection, and also what I want to share, what my current thoughts are and ideas about it, because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm reflecting on things I experienced and did and heard, read about him, for example. How do I think about it now? And that's what I was referring to earlier when I said he stayed with me like others and others didn't because your reflection, your view changes, your consciousness and everything changes. Depends on what aspect, but it changes. It changes.